You're listening to the Waterless and Wellness Podcast, episode number 12. Welcome to the Waterless and Wellness Podcast. I'm Jennifer Schreckengost. I consider myself a healthy-ish foodie, a waterless junkie, a coffee connoisseur, and an e-learning expert, and your host for the next hour or so. So pull up a seat, grab a cup of coffee, and come listen to conversations with real people who are all learning how to eat well, live well, and travel often. Welcome back. In today's episode, we're talking with Amy Scott from Fat CrossFitter. Her hilarious yet easily relatable blog and social media sites chronicle her own experiences with CrossFit, nutritional struggles, and finding what works for her. She also runs a monthly book club where the focus is on helping women feel enough and explores topics surrounding eating intuitively and escaping the diet mentality. In this episode, Amy and I are talking about the concept of fit at every size and loving our bodies throughout the journey. So without further ado, let's jump right into the episode. Hey, Amy, welcome to the podcast. I am so, Thank you. I am so excited to have you join us today. I've actually followed you on social media for quite a while now. Um, last spring when I actually uh, tried out CrossFit for the first time, I think I commented on your page and was like, hey, like I'm trying out my first, you know, CrossFit session and you kind of wished me well. So it was really exciting to like actually connect with you and talk to you. <laughs> Yay. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, before we get started, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and your background um, and, and where, where, you know, how you came to be with uh, your, your website? Um, so let's see. Well, I had never been much of an a structured exerciser. Um I danced a little bit when I was a kid. Um, and then, you know, about 2010, I started CrossFit. And um, and I did start CrossFit because a friend of mine had lost 100 pounds and wow. in, in between CrossFit and, and Weight Watchers. And so I was still very much in a diet mind frame at that mm-hmm. point. And so I started, uh, started CrossFit and I was already blogging at that point. I was blogging about, you know, dating and dogs and all kinds <laughs> of stuff. And I started writing some posts about, about my experiences with CrossFit. And eventually I spun it off into this, the fat CrossFit or blog. And, um, yeah, and people really responded to it. People, um, you know, there were a lot of people out there who were scared to try CrossFit because they were concerned, uh, that their weight would get in the way that they would be judged and all that. And I just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, went in went to it with, um, you know, as much humor as I could muster and just be like, you know what, I come in last so often, um, in the workouts and, you know, I'm bad at this and I'm worse at this. And, mm-hmm. and then every so often I just kick ass at one thing <laughs> and I feel like a, you know, a rock star. And, and, um, so that's how I started the, the fat crossfitter blog. Awesome. And, you know, and that's perfect because today's topic is about, fitness at every size and that fitness doesn't really have a size. And, and I'm glad you mentioned, like you kind of created that blog as a, as almost like a safe haven for other people that were maybe fearful. Cause I can remember, like I always wanted to try CrossFit. Um, but I was so afraid because, you know, you see these videos of the CrossFit competitions and these like muscled out, just beast beast. And I'm like, and yeah. I, that's not me. And no, I couldn't do a pull up with a band or box to save my life. And, no, but I was no. so afraid to do that. But I went ahead yeah. and I did actually try it out. Um, I didn't, I didn't, 
I don't continue to do it just because I had some physical issues that were just like, you know, in my way and it just wasn't jiving. But, you know, I, I got over my own fear and, and, and thankfully the, the gym or the box or whatever you want to call it that I went to, um, they were very gracious and they were very like, it's all, I like the commute, this like the camaraderie and like they're all cheering yes. you're on while you're, while you're doing your workout, your wad. Um, so that mm-hmm. was nice. So, uh, for anyone that's listening, that's maybe afraid to try CrossFit, I would definitely say just, you know, find a box that welcomes you and like, just, just give it your best shot. And then at the end, just see if it works for you or not. But yeah, it definitely, I, I felt the same way that the, the community at the gym that you go to is just imperative if you mm-hmm. find it, you know, a nice supportive community. Um, and, and I've, you know, dropped in at several different CrossFit gyms other than the one that I went to and, um, and they, you know, a lot of them were welcoming and, mm-hmm. and warm and, um, but I do, I did find exercising easier when I had like a posse. Yeah, um, yeah. Together. Yeah, yeah. And I too stopped CrossFit just recently. I've been doing it for like six and a half years or something. And, and I stopped a, a maybe a week and a half ago. Um, I'm taking a break. I don't know. It might be permanent. I just, um, I felt like I wasn't, um, I just wasn't enjoying it like I, mm-hmm. like I had. And I either need to step away and like sort of rekindle the passion for it mm-hmm. or just find something else to do. Yeah. Um, but it did, it did provide me with, um, you know, uh, life lessons and, and, um, you know, a, a physical strength that I had never had before. Uh-huh. Definitely. Awesome. Definitely. Awesome. Awesome. Um, okay. So going back to, um, our topic of like fitness at every size and, or fit, not, you know, being fit, not having a size, there have actually been, um, several recent articles and campaigns from various companies in the health industry. Um, a lot of, you know, hashtag fit at every size or slogans that follow those lines. Um, I know a lot of plus size, um, um, uh, fashion uh, companies are kind of getting in and offering fitness clothes for every size. But from your own personal experience, do you feel like uh, we're making progress in this area within society of recognizing fitness at every size? I I think definitely. I think the conversation is changing, and I hope it changes a lot more. But I yeah. I you know feel like with um, you know there are, are these you know, first of all, plus size supermodel mm-hmm. now that you never would have seen before, like Ashley Graham. And, um, in addition to that, like, I loved the photo essay that they did. I can't remember who it was. It did about Olympic athletes and had the, you know, the gold medal winner of each, you know, summer sport. Um, and their bodies were so different based on the sport in which they excelled. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it, you know, it was like, what is the perfect body? Yeah. Well, it depends on what you want to do with it. You know, exactly. I love that that was out there. And I think that people are getting really sick of like, just the same old, like, you know, expectations and failed, failed diets and, and uh-huh. that kind of thing that I think, I think people are fed up and they're ready to, to change the conversation around food and body and, fitness. Yes. All of it. Yes. Yes. I do think we've, we've made some definite strides in that area and I think we still have a long way to go. Um, I'd like to see, you know, maybe like Pinterest have, uh, you know, more fitness, 
um, inspirational quotes with real bodies than, you know, the ones that you see. But um, like I know one particular uh, campaign that I came across was I think it was Lululemons and it was a fit at every size. And and they actually talked about like when women were asked what came to their mind when they heard the word fitness, like the women answered with um, phrases like uh, very muscular or like a six pack or very slim legs. And one girl even said like a thigh gap. And this campaign was really geared towards breaking down those um, phrases around physical appearance and and th- thinking more about how, like you said, like fit has no size and instead use words like strength and endurance and reaching your personal full potential. Like you said with the Olympians, like, w- w- you know, the perfect body is what you want it to be. What, what you know, what you want to mm-hmm. do with that body. So like, you know, the Olympian gold medal swimmer is going to look different than the gymnast. It's going to look different than the power lifter, you know? Exactly. Um, so, yeah. yeah, so I think we're definitely making some progress there. Um, and I really mm-hmm. think, like you said, the the conversation is really starting to shift. And I think there are movements trying to help the conversation shift to health rather than weight loss. Um, so talk about your experience with that when you, in your years of doing CrossFit. Um, yeah, I basically went into CrossFit, you know, with the idea, like, like I said, my friend started CrossFit and, and lost a whole bunch of weight. And when I started, um, I didn't want that to be my focus, but it really was. And as my, um, you know, as I progressed in CrossFit and as my relationship with CrossFit progressed, I found myself more and more excited about, um, about the weights that I was lifting mm-hmm. instead of the weight that I was theoretically going to lose at some point. And, um, and it really, you know, changed my perception of myself that, um, you know, at my like all time max deadlift was like 300, 305, 310, something like that. And it was just like, I lifted 300 pounds and that meant a lot more to me mm-hmm. than, um, you know, whatever kind of weight loss I, I was yeah, thinking that I yeah. would eventually have. Exactly. So um, like, so your um, mind shift kind of shifted and, then to like set that, that, that celebrating that strength that you're gaining rather than pounds lost. Right. Right. Exactly. Awesome. And it, it, it made, it made a difference in, in how I related to myself definitely, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. in the world, you know, I just felt Um, I felt more confident for for sure. Um, and it's, you know, it's interesting that, that, you know, we, we assume that women are going to feel more confident when they, when they get smaller in the world. Mm -hmm. And I found that that's not necessarily true. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, the more I definitely developed confidence with the, you know, the more of the world that I could move around. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that when I talk a lot, sometimes on my podcast and on my blog, like I've talked about, um, in terms of exercise, like focusing on just moving your body. And so, um, when we were reading in the intuitive eating book, um, which was an eye opening book itself, um, one of the principles of intuitive eating and principle number nine talked actually about um, feeling the difference with exercise and like forgetting that militant exercise mentality and just get active and feel the difference in your body when you move it and, and shift that whole mental focus from 
that whole calorie obsession of in, you know, like watching your polar and how many calories have I burned and, and instead like feel how your body feels and, and does it feel energized? Do you, you know, like, do you feel, you know, alive? And cause if your only goal for exercise is seriously just to be like a calorie burning machine, like you're most likely going to lose that motivation. Totally. And I, you know, I got on the Fitbit train a year ago or so and I, I, I wore that, that Fitbit and I counted my steps and, you know, all that stuff. And, and eventually the battery died and I took it off on the way to work one day. And I just, I never put it on, put it back on because I realized that it was, um, as much as I didn't want it to be, I was, uh, judging my self worth based on, you know, how, how, you know, what my Fitbit was telling, the information mm-hmm. that my Fitbit was mm-hmm. telling me. And just like with dieting, I'm, you know, I'm in the process of rejecting the whole sort of paradigm, um, the whole diet mentality and the, and I think that measuring our exercise for some of us, I I think for some people, uh, you know, the measuring your exercise can be very empowering Mm -hmm. for somebody like me. It is a way to make myself crazy. Yes. Um, another, yet another way to make myself crazy. And I just, I just didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And, um, so more and more I'm finding, and that's, you know, again, I, I stopped doing CrossFit a week and a half ago because I was no longer enjoying it. And I was like, why am I forcing myself to do something that is making me miserable for mm-hmm. the moment? Um, and I've been listening to a lot of, a lot of podcasts, a lot of body positive stuff, a lot of, you know, rejecting diet mentality stuff. And one of the podcasts I was listening to is called Food Psych and uh, to the episode I was listening to today, she was interviewing a woman who, um, I think she was speaking with her therapist or something. Uh, um, and she said, I want you to go for a walk. I don't want you to think about how many calories you're burning. I want you to think about how energy moves through your body. Mm-hmm. I want you to feel how the energy moves through your body and what a different experience that is of life. You know, yeah. like, yeah, that's just a, a completely different way to live mm-hmm. and exist. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking about something like that, rather than, let me burn a brownie's worth of calories yes, or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. It's more like, you know, we're reading the book on intuitive eating, but it's really like intuitive living, you know, like it's yeah. taking that yeah. intuition outside of just the eating and just like, you know, being intuitive about everything you're doing and why you're doing it, not, you know, and, and, and doing it for a purpose, um, I, you know, with like yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like so many times, like back on my days where I would wear the polar, um, you know, I might find myself being like, you know, doing this workout where I felt great and, you know, I'm sweating and I felt like it was a great workout. And I look at that and be like, oh man, I only burned like 275 calories. That sucked. Like that defeated the whole purpose of like how great I felt. And then I just went back and filled my head with all these negative thoughts. And so, while like you said, it may be, you know, it may not work that way for someone else. But for me, like I was like, chained you know as a slave to that number that was on that right. or like I would keep doing an exercise even if I wasn't enjoying it because I wanted the calorie burn to reach a certain number um so right. so so yeah I think shifting that conversation to you know health and movement and how your body feels and and um connecting to that rather than just being like a calorie burning machine 
Yeah. Um, there's also um, there's also a couple movements that are out there, like uh, like there's the body positive movement, and then there's the health at every size uh, website. I, I don't know if you're familiar with those, but um, I came across the body positive yeah. movement uh, website a couple months ago, and I thought it was a great community. Um, and we'll talk about strategies. Uh, uh, here in a little bit, but, but finding a, a supportive community um, that embraces body positivity can help with that message of fit at every size. And so the body positive movement, um, and I'll include a link to the websites of all these websites that we refer to in the show notes. Um, but they're actually, they're doing the same thing. They're creating, you know, a world in which people are kind of liberated from that, that, that self-hatred and that, and valuing like their bodies as they are. Um, mm-hmm. and, 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 and so, and the same with the health at every size community, um, that they celebrate body diversity and understand, you know, they value body knowledge and people's experience. And, and they also encourage finding joy in moving one's body and being active. And I just think that's such an important message, uh, when we talk about, uh, you know, exercise, if you want to use that word, is just really enjoying and whatever you're doing, just like enjoy what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what, I mean, what a waste of life mm-hmm. <laughs> to be so focused on attaining a certain body type that may or may not be attainable at all. Um, you know, I was reading an article about three or four months ago that there's a huge correlation with, um, childhood consumption of antibiotics with like extra weight in adulthood. Mm -hmm. And so like the way that antibiotics might affect the gut and, and the body, I mean, these are things that we don't, have control. There are many, many forces at work that we have no control whatsoever over. And so to be concerned about this thing um, that may be out of our control, it takes away all these other possibilities for use of our our mental and physical energy. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just finding more and more like, why am I wasting my time thinking about this when I could be creating something amazing in the world, you know? Exactly, exactly. And you know what? That reminds me of going back to those, the principles of intuitive eating in the book. Uh, principle eight was, you know, respect your body. And I, I'll, I like, I circled that. I Snapchatted it and I put it on my Instagram <laughs> and on my, because it was like, accept it was kind of like accept your genetic blueprint. And it said just that, you know, as a person with a shoe size of an eight would not, you know, expect realistically to ever squeeze into a size six, you know, like sometimes it's a, you know, it's a futile effort for us to kind of, you know, go after these bodies that just maybe aren't, you know, realistic for, for what our body type is. And we're, we're like you said, Mm -hmm. we're wasting all this energy and time of our lives, you know, trying to obtain this, this perfect, you know, whatever in our head we think is perfect, but then instead of just embracing, like, you know what, I'm, I'm pretty freaking awesome as I am right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, what can my body do? You know, yes. um, that's, that's been, you know, my, my, my parents are getting older, particularly my father and like watching his, his mobility change has been a huge eye opener for me because it's like, I, you know, I've complained about my thighs. They actually work really, really well. Uh-huh. You know, like they they take me where I need to go. They squat when I need to squat. They, you know, take me upstairs. They do all these kinds of things. And it's just, it's, there's so much to be celebrated mm-hmm. um, 
rather than disparaged. Yes. 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 That's a good, that's a good way to think of it. Like, that's awesome. I like that. Like my, my, my legs get me where I need to go, even if they're not the they size totally get of me where I need to go. Yeah. 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 And then also in addition to those communities, um, when we were like, we we're talking about the Olympic athletes before, um, there's also a lot of celebration of plus size athletes. And like I said, like a lot of companies like, um, Lane Bryant and even Fabletics, they've, they've recently launched, uh, what they're calling like a plus size fitness, um, wear, but, um, uh, Krista Henderson, she's a five-time award-winning plus-size athlete in triathlon and indoor rowing, and she founded um, a, a site called Born to Rain Athletics that is all about celebrating and supporting plus-size athletes. And I just think those are just, like, so cool. Like, all these, like, it is, it's, and her whole message is, like, train like an athlete. Like, don't train to, you know, like you said, train to see what your body can do. Don't train to be a different size or to lose weight or to, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I just think I, you know, just, just really like the whole purpose of, of the, this podcast is just to understand that fit doesn't necessarily equate to those physical appearances that we have been so ingrained into our brains over the years. There's so much genetics involved. Yes. yes. I mean, I was, I blogged about this recently. Like one thing that I've learned from CrossFit is that you cannot look at somebody and know how fit they are. You just can't do it Mm -hmm. because, you know, I was, I was talking about how we did this CrossFit total meet a few years ago. And this guy, a friend of mine at the gym who is like sculpted like an Adonis. I mean, he looks like, like chiseled out of marble. And, um, and then there was this doughy guy, like this totally doughy looking dude. And I mean, the doughy guy owned my friend, like completely <laughs> owned him. He was so much stronger, you know? Um, and so there's, there's, and, 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 and actually watching my sister, my sister runs and, uh, watching her in races has always been fascinating to me because you watch these people go by and you'd think that all the skinny people would go by first. Mm-hmm. And then all the, you know, as it gets, as, yeah. <laughs> as the minute time get, get longer, that there would be the piece people would be larger and larger. And that is absolutely not the case. Mm-hmm. Like you see mixed, you see all kinds of bodies going through at all, at all times. And it's not about how much you weigh. It's, it's a, uh, it's about how fast you run and mm-hmm. that sometimes they're related and sometimes they're not. Yes. You know? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. And I also think in order to embrace fit at every size, we have to move past judgment. Um, I know that I have seen, I've seen multiple memes across the internet that are like, Oh, you do Zumba, you know, but I do cross. And I'm just going to use this one as an example because this is one that I've seen multiple times, but it's kind of like a meme that's like judging, like, like Zumba is not very good. You should be doing CrossFit instead or vice versa or like, you, you know what I mean? And I think we should just yeah. be celebrating movement in any shape or form and stop judging everybody over the, over what they're doing. Like if mm-hmm. Zumba's working for them or a pound class or swimming or whatever, and CrossFit's working for you, then that's, gr- you know, that's great. Like, like, I think we have to move past the judgment of judging different types of exercises and just celebrate the fact that people are moving their body and enjoying it. I am with you on that. I mean, it's it's infuriating that, that this sort of superiority complex that some some people get about their type of exercise. Yes. And um, 
I think what a waste. I mean, we don't expect all people to like the same music uh-huh. or like the same foods or whatever. So why would you expect them to like the same exercise? And yes, you know, in order to deadlift 500 pounds, you're going to have to exercise. You can't, you're not going to get that in Zumba. Well, that maybe somebody's not interested in doing that. Uh-huh. You know, that's, and that's yes. okay. Yes. It goes back to, you know, celebrating diversity and, you know, like just understand that everybody has, you know, everybody's, you know, wants and needs are, you know, are individualized and, and they don't have to do what you do. And, you know, I just, I mean, that's, that's kind of like a soapbox point for me, for me a little bit, mm-hmm. but I just, mm-hmm. I just hate to see all of that judgment that's passed, not just on body type, but then like, I feel like we judge everything. Like we're, we're judging people what they're eating. We're judging their body type. Now we're going to judge what types of exercising they're doing, which defeats the whole purpose, you know, instead of just celebrating the fact that these people are trying they are you know what I mean mm-hmm. you know I see people mm-hmm. you know um you know, th- a lot of judgment just for the pa- fact that people are talking about the fact that they're working out and sharing that on social media and it's just crazy to me okay. that there's all this right. judgment um but I think that I think moving past that judgment and just celebrating people that are just moving and and, and you know Whatever works for them that works for them. I think that all ties back to the whole concept of, you know, being, you know, fit has no size. And, you know, fit has, you know, no particular exercise. Not one's better than the other. Like you said, it goes back to what's working for them. So, yeah, definitely. So let's talk strategies. So what are some strategies um, that – let's talk about some strategies that can help our listeners embrace their body shape, their size – find joy in their movement and maybe shift their thinking from um, weight loss to instead of health and activity. Um, what are some strategies that maybe you would recommend? I think finding, definitely finding the kind of exercise that is working for you and, and, but also being prepared to, to know that that relationship may end or, yes. you know, you may need to take a break because for me, CrossFit really, really worked for me for a long, long time. And the things that worked for me were, um, I liked walking in and being told what to do. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do my own program programming. I don't want to think about what I have to do. I don't want to, you know, calculate any, you know, anything. I just want to tell me what to do and I'll do it. Um, another thing about CrossFit that worked for me was, um, that it was different every time that was helpful because uh-huh. it was kind of new each, each time. And then the, the class experience, having a crew at the gym, that was huge. Mm-hmm. Like the social part was huge for me. Cause you know, 80% of the time I didn't want to go exercise, yeah. maybe 90, maybe 97. <laughs> I mean, like I would just, I, but I would be, I would go because I'd see my friends and it was, so it was a social experience. Um, so that, that worked for me. And, and I think that finding that kind of thing where it, I mean, I'm always amazed when people are like, well, you know, I'm just getting some kettlebells and stuff and I'm putting them in my garage. And, and I'm like, you actually do that without anybody telling you to? <laughs> like, that's insane. I'm so impressed. That just kind of know thyself in terms mm-hmm. of, of exercise. Do what works for you. And then, you know, and then also be prepared that that might change. Like I said, I, I have to take a break right now and it might be permanent. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, and I have to find something else that's going to work for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I say that's you, the main thing. Once you stop enjoying something, then it be, it's, you know, then it becomes, you know, like a, a chore or a, a, something mm-hmm. that you dread. And then at that point it's kind of losing its, 
you know, if we're talking about doing something that's intuitive, that is, you know, like, you know, almost like instinctual, then, you know, if you're forcing something on yourself, then it's not going to work. Um, and that's how I am with running. Like, I despise running. Like, I've tried it. Like, everyone's like, Girl. oh, it's so easy. Like, it's great. And like, I remember my first CrossFit class, they made me run like, I don't even like, I don't know, like a whole bunch. And I was like, I thought there wasn't yeah. running in CrossFit. <laughs> Totally. I mean, not, not, not that it was, but I loved rowing. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. you know, completely like could have done that the whole time. Um, but yeah, like in my husband, he's a natural runner. Like he could not run for a year and then like bust out a mile and like no big deal. Like I think totally. that works yeah. for him and like doesn't for me. And so I think finding, you know, like you said, finding what just kind of like jives with your body and, you know, and the mental, like, what do you mm-hmm. really enjoy? And if it's yoga, if it's walking, if it's Zumba, if it's, you know, swimming, biking, whatever, I think like, yeah, I definitely think one strategy is, is embracing your fit at every size is finding something that you, that you actually enjoy doing. And don't mm-hmm. worry about, is it intense enough? Is it, you know, enough strength training? Is it enough cardio? Just, just get all those thoughts out of your mind and just move and be active. Um, right. Go on a hike, you know, for God's sakes, just like move your body. Yeah. Um, I also yeah. think find, like you said, finding a supportive community and whether that's, whether that's an actual community group, like some of those communities online we talked about, or like your little group that you had, a, you know, like your CrossFit family, or maybe it's just, you know, like a small group of your friends that you work out together. Maybe it's your spouse or, you know, just one friend, just find that support that is going to maybe, you know, help you kind of stay away from getting in that, like that negative mental mind drudge that we can kind of get ourselves into. Which I think also leads into, for me personally, um, I think personal development, like reading books, has done like phenomenal Mm -hmm. things in order for me to even like shift to like this type of mindset to to talk about things like these topics that we're talking about. Um, Like, for example, you and I were reading Intuitive, uh, the Intuitive Eating book that you you started a book club on Facebook. Um, and I was lucky enough to get in on that book club, but, (laughs) but, but, but that is a, that is a closed community where everyone's, you know, working towards the same goal. You're reading the book, you're sharing it and you don't have to be in a book club necessarily. You can just find, just, just, just continue to learn and read. And it doesn't have to be a book or maybe an article or a podcast like you talked about, just something that's always, you know, like helps you learn and evolve so that you can change that mindset to get out of the, you know, the negative, the negative, you know, obsession over our body shape and size. Definitely. And, and, you know, Isabel Fox and Duke, um, who is amazing and I highly recommend everybody check out her, her stuff. Um, she, she talks about sort of steeping yourself in like a, 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 you know, body positive, intuitive eating, health at every size kind of um, culture, mm-hmm. uh, you know, curate your Instagram feed to have, um, you know, um, plus size models to show different body diversity, mm-hmm. um, you know, listen to podcasts, read books, because you have to counteract our, our society, which is a diet and body ideal um, kind of um, culture. Mm-hmm. And so you, ha- you have to do something. If you don't do anything, you automatically get that. Yep. So you have to do something as like an antidote to this, this uh-huh. poison. Um, 
And I found that that is absolutely true. Listen to podcasts, find body positive people to surround yourself with, um, you know, get online. Yeah, I started this this book club, this Facebook book club, because I I often buy these books or, or think about reading these books and then I don't. Uh-huh. Um, so again, I know myself, I need a community in order to accomplish these things. And so um, I started one. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that, that that makes a huge, that's making a huge difference for me. Yeah, and and that's one thing. The other the other strategy I was going to mention was ditch the media and the magazines because, oh, like, literally, like you know, like health magazines, like one page is like how lose twenty pounds in five days. To the next page is here's this cake for you to eat. The next page is yeah. you know, like I mean, it's just such really? mixed messages, and like you said, it's all photoshopped images, and you know, and I think changing it like if you want to sh- I-, I i wish there was like a meme generator which is like like create a fitness image that's a, you know like a plus size model or you know uh, a plus size athlete like share those images like you said like totally like use it as an antidote like i almost shared today um actually graham actually has a swimsuit line and like it just keeps coming yes. across i know I want, I want that. I know, I'm and I, there's, uh, that's really kind of like a goal for me and part of my whole, you know, embracing my body as it is. Like, there's one that I have my eye on and I probably would never in a million years in the past wear it, but I'm like, you know what? I'm just thinking about ordering that this year and I'm going to, like, rock it and I'm going to wear yeah. it and I'm not yeah. even going to worry about what everyone's thinking. And so what's funny is um, her swimsuit line uh, is – like the little company I was looking at was called Swimsuits for All, I think. And if you look at the hashtag of it, you can see all these plus size women wearing her swimsuit line, and it's awesome. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, like yeah. I think definitely like embracing that and sharing those because she's got some killer swimsuits in that in that line. Totally, <laughs> totally. And yeah, I, I mean, really, ha- and having those images, like getting getting the those images in front of your face, mm-hmm. it does it totally changes your perspective on things. And uh, for some reason, I don't know how, but I started receiving like a five or six magazines all at once. I didn't order any of them, but um, it was like Us Weekly, uh, oh Shape, Women's Health, <laughs> um, and um, and <laughs> Ebony and Bon Appetit. <laughs> and so like all of, all of a sudden I started getting these. I did not order them. And so I take the Us Weekly, I take the Shape, I take the Women's Health, and I put them directly into the recycling. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not interested in having that kind of bullshit in my face. Uh-huh. I don't want it anymore. So I read the Ebony, and I and uh-huh. then I give my sister the Bon Appetit because she's the cook. And <laughs> there you go. You yeah, know? yeah. So, but and- I just, I, for a while, the first few times I got them, I would page through them, and I, you know, you see these these impossible ideals, and it it has cannot it cannot help but affect your your mentality. Yes, so yes. I'm done. especially yeah. shape. I mean, I know it's it's supposed to be a magazine of fitness, but I mean, you won't you know all the bodies are polished and perfect in it, and like oh, I don't look at that and think polished and perfect. Yeah, like I don't look at that and think you know it actually would be defeating for me to think I can't get that body in thirty days, much less. 300 days you know what I mean like it's not on the cards for me me up when they're like three weeks two weeks whatever I'm like that is not how anything works in the world ever yes and going back to the swimsuit and like sharing those images like just for me and I'll just be brutally honest like when I used to like 
I look at these women that are, you know, you know, rocking their workout gear and working out in a sports bra and pants and, you know, and they're not like a size two and chiseled. And I used to think, oh my God, like, I can't believe like they're wearing that. Not like in a negative sense, but like thinking in my own head, like, oh my God, I'd be so like ashamed of myself if I wore those. And now I've shifted my thought. And when I see those and I'm like, you know what? Damn, go for her. Like, good for her that like, she's badass. like has yeah. that confidence to rock that. And I need to get there. Yeah. Like, like yeah. look at her like knocking out those squats. You know what I mean? Like, or wearing yeah. that that two piece. And if she doesn't have you know like the society's image of a two piece body, like, so I've shifted my own mindset. Like, and I've really like caught myself and really work on that. And so now when I see those images, and I'm like, wow, like kudos for her for like killing it. You know, yeah. and having that confidence that I, for so many years, and still do, um, you know, kind of struggle with. Because it is, it is something that you really have to work on breaking, you know. You totally do. And I love it when, I, you know, Ashley Graham, again, like, she's got those big thighs. And, like, she'll, she'll post pictures of her cellulite. And she's like, so what? You uh -huh. know, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's so empowering to be like, this is my body. This is what it looks like. Yeah, I yes. eat whatever I exercise, you know, I'm okay. And, you know, she's totally okay with how how she looks. And it's it, it does, it completely shifts your perspective. You're like, oh, I don't have to, I don't have to hate these things. I don't have to yeah. judge these things. Yes, yes. And I've been fed this line for a long time. Yeah, and you don't have to wait. Like, I don't know, I could, you know, spend so many years thinking like, okay, when I, you know, work out for this long and I get to this weight, or this size, then I can do this, you know, mm -hmm. and all, I mean, I think back and I think, damn, all those years I've lost and all that time when I could have just been like doing it anyway and enjoying life. Like, you know, like, it's just so, like you said, it's just a waste of time in, in life, like worrying about that kind of stuff and like stop waiting and just embrace it all now and just live. Yep. Absolutely. We've, we, we've only got a limited number of days on this earth and we never actually know how, what that number is. So yeah, yeah, God, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm over, overusing those days to think about, <laughs> exactly. you know, to think about like how many calories ideal. I just ate exactly. or yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. all right. Well, before we wrap up here, cause this is, this has been an awesome conversation. Um, yeah. what is your, what are like, I always ask all of my podcast guests, uh, for their biggest piece of advice. So what is your biggest piece of advice to someone who's maybe just struggling with not feeling fit at their current size or still like kind of stuck in that mental, um, you know, what society says is fitness. Um, I'd say, Probably, and this is going to, it's not really about fitness, but it, I'd say that dressing the body that you have rather than the body that you want has, is a huge factor. Um, one of my favorite authors, Anne Lamott says, um, wear forgiving pants because the world is unforgiving and the last thing you need is unforgiving pants too. Um, <laughs> and I found that to be true. Like if I'm wearing a pair of pants that is not comfortable, not a comfortable size. Um, there's just no way that I can feel good that day. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's hard. It's hard because, you know, monetarily it's hard, financially it's hard. Um, it's hard to say, Oh my gosh, I'm going to go up a size. But whenever I buy and wear cute clothes, um, 
that flatter the body that I have, it shifts my whole perspective on my life and my, my day and what I'm doing in mm-hmm. the world. So I say that if it's at all possible, dress yourself the way that you, you know, that, that will feel comfortable and good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say, you know, just like, and I've said it a thousand times, just, just like, like just embrace like what you're doing now and just like be okay with that and that that you're good enough now you don't have to wait until you know you hit a certain number on the scale or you hit a certain size um Mm -hmm. you know i just listened to a podcast it was actually gretchen rubin um who wrote the happy project or the happier project i can't remember and she talked about how um and all her research like the like rewards don't work like they just don't. Yeah. And so many people use rewards as a system um, when they're trying to get fit. Like I'll buy those workout pants from that place when I get do this. And like rewards <laughs> don't work because like because the, the concept is you're eventually going to get to the point where you're like, well, I've been working really hard, so I'm just going to get that anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like when you take the reward out, like you weren't doing you're not exercising for the sake of exercising. You're exercising for the sake of that reward. It takes away the intrinsic, like we talk about that intuitive, you know, feeling of I'm exercising because, you know, it makes my body feel good. And I know I'm strengthening my bones for when I get older and, you know, that sort of thought. So I think, I think shifting your mindset from, you know, worrying about, you know, reaching a a certain goal and just like embracing the now and just, and just, just go with it. So, yeah. Yeah, accepting accepting what's so, and if that's you know if that means, um, yeah, I mean I'm I'm with you. If that if if that means that you have to sort of change your mindset, if you have to dress differently, if you have to do something different, that's mm-hmm. that's what's required. Yeah. yeah. Yes. 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 All right. Well, thank you for joining me today. I think this is such an important talk topic. You know, for women and for, you know, as a society, like we have to do our part. Like you said, we have to do our part to reverse this whole body shaming, um, exercise shaming, size shaming, and just celebrate, you know, health and fitness and exercise at every size. And um, so before we go, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find you out there on the World Wide Web? Oh, sure. I, I I still have a fat CrossFitter blog, which I will post to periodically, I'm sure, as I've discovered new exercises that I, um, you know, are, am doing. And then maybe if I go back to CrossFit too. Um, so that's fatcrossfitter.com. I have um, another um, blog called Baby Happy Pants, which is um, sort of chronicles the my life as a single mother by choice of twins and um, mother of uh, one of them has special needs. Yes, yeah, Down syndrome. And um, then my original blog is called Avid Bruxist. And there's all my all my writing about dating and dogs and, and actually <laughs> dressing, dressing the body that I have rather uh-huh. than like because I, I actually didn't know anything about fashion until a, a couple years. I still know very, very little about fashion. <laughs> um, but my friends kind of started giving me tutorials and I started doing um, stitch fix. I was gonna say, I love your while. stitch fix. <laughs> posts. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's been so fun. You know, it's been really fun to do that. So I did that for a couple of years. And I just wrote about like, you know, trying to learn about fashion, trying to learn about what flatters my body, uh-huh. trying to learn about what I what I like, what my preferences are, because I didn't even know about that stuff. Um, so there's lots of posts on on that and lots of stories from just stories from my life, funny stories, silly stories, sad stories, 
whatever. Um, so that's where I am online. And a couple, um, you can probably find a couple of stories that I've told on the Monty. Uh, the Monty.org is a storytelling um, event in my area, and I periodically um, do storytelling there. So you right. probably find. And we'll um, we'll include links to all your websites and social handles um, in the show notes for the listeners if they want to connect with you and follow. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. All right, thanks. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining me today. Um, and uh, I will be fo- well. We're in the book club, and then I will be following yeah. your journey on online to see you know where you go from here from CrossFit. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's been a, a really fun time. I enjoyed it. All right. Well, we will talk to you soon. You've been listening to the Waterless and Wellness Podcast. If you like this episode, please head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast to enjoy all of our upcoming episodes. And while you're there, go ahead and drop us a review. And always, as always, be sure to follow Wanderlust and Wellness at www.wanderlustandwellness.org or join our mailing list to get instant access to all of our recipes, Wanderless tips, and resources for that laptop lifestyle at www.wanderlustandwellness.org forward slash email. And as always, you can always find us on social media. If you're ready to live that laptop lifestyle and learn how to turn your passion into a profit through online courses, join our My eLearning Academy at www.myelearningacademy.com. Please note that I am not a registered dietitian or a medical professional. The views I express are mine alone based on my own experiences and should not be taken as medical advice. Please speak with a medical professional before making any changes to your current routine.